What is up, my people, and welcome back to another episode of Probably Problematic. I'm your host, Kate, and what the fuck is up? So, life update. You guys know I like to start my podcast episodes with a life update. This week, I actually had a photo shoot, a couple of content videos I had to film, you know, just regular, regular work shit. But it is officially June. And you guys already know, well, some of you may not know, but June is my birth month. And it's also Pride. So happy Pride, babies. Shout out to all my rainbow people. Love y'all. Um, but yeah, June 10th is my birthday. And I will be celebrating by, of course, doing boss girl shit and launching my first training camp event, which I will have a whole like episode dedicated just to that next week. But for right now, just give you guys the 401. I'm also having a birthday party. Um, Matt's birthday is the 6th and mine is the 10th. So we decided that this year we were going to just celebrate our birthday together. So we're going to have a little birthday party, blah, 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 friends, family, the whole shebang. And at the end of the month, I will be reuniting with a couple of really, 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 really close friends. And I am beyond excited for that i cannot fucking wait so yeah june is a really 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 good month for me and i am so excited and i yeah i couldn't be any happier right now all right let's get started with today's topic slash episode whatever the hell you want to call it um today i wanted to talk about a topic that is very how do i say it i'm very passionate about this topic because it is something that I am doing now and I feel like I want to talk about it. Obviously, it's my platform. I talk about whatever the fuck I want, but I feel like a lot of people can relate to this and they're also very late to the game like I am. Now, I know a lot of you guys are probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? I am talking about setting personal boundaries and just setting boundaries on what you will accept in life, and what you will accept from people. Now, this goes for friends and family. Mainly family, by the way. And this is why I feel like it's a very touchy subject and something I really need to speak on because obviously I was raised by a Hispanic family. And boundaries against family is like not heard of. Like, you're not allowed to say, like, oh, well, I'm cutting this person off in my family because they're just overall a fucking piece of shit and I don't want to deal with them anymore. The excuse is always, yeah, but that's your cousin. That's your brother. Like, no, we're not doing that anymore. And if we as people are going to start to set boundaries, I think we need to have those boundaries respected by everyone it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter our relationship you need to respect the boundaries that i have set for myself so i want to talk about setting boundaries against family first i'll get into friends later on but this one specific experience was the one that really made it easy for me to start setting boundaries and also realizing that it is okay for you to set boundaries against family, basically. So I don't know if you guys have been following me for a very, very long time, but even before I got like my little social media clout on Instagram and TikTok and all that other stuff, um, 
I was very, like, my relationship with my brother was very public to everybody. Um, but to give you guys a quick little backstory for those who don't know, my brother is my best friend. Like, I love my brother to death. I think until I have a child of my own, my brother will forever be the person that I love the most in this world. Like, I will do absolutely anything and everything for my brother. Now, I'm emphasizing on that because this experience had to happen to teach me that it is okay to set those boundaries for people that you love to death. It is okay. So my brother is a Marine. And growing up, we were raised very, very, very close. If one person got something, the other person had to get something. Like we were just raised fairly and very together. And we were very family oriented. It was like, family first family above everyone else at the end of the day no one got your back like your family does so we also had that relationship with each other like no one got your back like I got your back and at the end of the day it doesn't matter what you do I will always have your back it doesn't matter what the fuck you need I got you so he became that number one kind of like father figure in my life, which I'll get into that boundary later on. But he became like that father figure. And I always went to him for like protection. If I had a a problem, I would go to him. If I needed advice, I would go to him. And he is my younger brother. I am the firstborn child. So for me to have that relationship with him was very special between both of us because no one understood that. Everybody saw it as like, oh, it should be the other way around. But That was never the case. Anyway, so when my brother decided that he wanted to become a Marine, it broke me like, I don't even have the words for it. Still to this day, I'm speechless on that decision. And although I'm extremely proud of him because he saw it all the way through and is continuing to see it all the way through, in the beginning, I was very against it. And he knows this. This isn't a secret to anybody. But Again, coming from a Hispanic household, if someone tells you, oh, I want to be a police officer, I want to be a firefighter, I want to be a Marine, I want to go to the army, whatever that involves fighting for this country or protecting those around you sometimes comes with a price. So mentally, it was like, God forbid something was to happen to the person who means the absolute most to me. I would lose my fucking mind. So I was just very overprotective in the beginning of his decision. And I was like, no, like you're not going. And he was like, yeah, I'm going. I want to go. So that already started the, not the distance between us, but we were already starting to slowly drift apart because it was like, he was so headstrong on this. And it was like, I'm going to prove to all of you guys that this is something I really want to do. And then you have me who was like, I love you. I support you, but not this time, bro. Like, I'm not okay with this decision, you know, because again, God forbid something happens to you. What the fuck am I going to do? You know, which looking back now is kind of a little selfish on me, but we've grown past that. Anyway, he goes into the whole boot camp thing and we're sending letters back and forth and like I was again fully supportive at this point and I was doing everything to let him know that he had my support 
But I noticed already a change in the way we would talk. I noticed a change in the way he would write. It was like that person that left to prove a point wasn't the person that I grew up with. And obviously people change and he got older. Like when he was in the Marine, he turned 21. So he became an adult there. So three months go by, he comes back and I'm already feeling like, okay, this is a different person. This is someone who's more serious. And my brother is legit like my twin. We look alike, we act alike. So when he came back from the Marines, he came back so serious and was like addressing us as like civilians. And I'm here like civilian, my fucking ass. I will put you in a headlock and punch you in the face. Um, I'm your sister and you will address me and treat me as such. But I was also informed by my cousin who's in the army, his stupid wife. She was telling me, I don't like her. So that's why I said stupid wife. But she was telling me that, like, oh, yeah, they're trained, like, not to show emotion and they're very, like, family-oriented. But when they talk about, like, family, they mean, like, their wife and their children. So, you, like, trying to let me know, like, now you're on the back burner type of shit. And I'm like, wait a minute. But that's not how we were raised. So, whatever. Moving forward our relationship kind of becomes a little rocky because although I'm trying to keep the old relationship of like, hey, do you want to hang out? Hey, do you want to go to parties? Hey, do you want to do this? He just kept like at the time just pushing me aside and everything was like his relationship at the time. And that's all he was focused on. So this is where I started to develop the boundary of respecting myself and respecting my peace when it comes to that. Because now here I was going out of my way to not get his attention, but like, you know, try to restore that relationship and that bond. And it was all one sided at the time. So I'm starting to get hurt. Like I'm crying. I'm upset. I'm angry at everybody. And it's because I genuinely felt like, fuck, I lost my best friend. And this this person that I look to for everything is like, they don't exist anymore, you know? So we had gotten into an altercation where obviously things were said that needed to be said. And I let him know everything that was being put into his head of me being jealous or me wanting to hold him back from success of going into the Marines. Like that was all the opposite of how I felt. If anything, I was just being overprotective because I didn't want anything to happen to the person who means the absolute most to me. And this is me as a big sister looking out for you. Should I have respected your boundaries and allowed you to move forward with your life and say, look, I need to do this whole trial of error thing. If it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Then yeah, that one was on me. But this is me not knowing about boundaries. Like I'm here like, no, as family, family comes first and I'm looking out for you. So you need to understand me and stay here with me, which is selfish. So now it's my turn. Now it's my turn to set that boundary of like, I'm going out of my way to prove to you that I'm still here for you. And I love you no matter what, but you're kind of already pushing me to the side. And I'm respecting your boundaries with this is your new lifestyle. And then I'm also respecting my boundaries where it's like, well, I'm also not anybody's fucking doormat. So we decided 
that we weren't going to speak to each other. And we just let each other cool off. But this cool down went on for months. Like when I tell you months, like holidays were passing. And he was like FaceTiming my family and like speaking to them. And they would pass the phone to me and I would legit pass it right back. Or I would just pass it on to the next person. Like I had nothing to say to them. Now this in a Hispanic household was like illegal. I was getting messages from so many people, especially from my grandma, who helped raise both my brother and I. And my grandma is another person who's like the most, (laughs) that's legit like my twin. I can't even explain it. That is my twin. She is my favorite and I am her favorite. Like I just, I love that woman. But she would call me crying and yeah, it broke my heart. But I needed to teach my family that you need to respect each other's boundaries. And the same way they wanted me to respect his boundaries and respect that this is his new lifestyle, I needed them to understand that you need to respect me and this is my lifestyle now. I am choosing to let him do him away from me so that we can both be at peace and not continue to fight. And then I started getting the, oh, but that's your brother. You need to understand. We raised you guys better than that. And it was like, no. This can't continue to happen because now I've become someone's doormat where it's like I'm going out of my way for them and they're just like, okay, cool. And moving forward, like my feelings are also getting hurt. And if you expect me to respect him, he needs to respect me. So from that day on, I just I let it be like if he was having a relationship problem, I wanted nothing to do with that. I was just like, okay. That's your business. Do you? Like, I wasn't there anymore to give him the advice. I wasn't there anymore to hear him out. When he would FaceTime to, like, tell jokes and stuff, I wouldn't answer because I'm like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. And I respected that. Fast forward to all of that. My brother and I now are so much stronger and closer because of that. Because when we finally had that conversation, it was like, I'm sorry, I let you down. I'm sorry I pushed you away. And then my end was, I'm sorry that I made you feel like I didn't believe that you can do this from the jump. I'm sorry that I let my overprotectiveness kind of blind me for the fact that you needed me to support you through all of this. So we both had things to apologize for, but setting that boundary for each other worked. And now as adults, we're 10 times better than we were before. We're 10 times closer than we were before. And now we can have these conversations where it's like, hey, you did that and I'm really not fucking with that. Don't do that anymore. Oh, no, no problem. Or it's like, yo, I know you said that I did this. That kind of hurt your feelings. Can't we talk about it? And it's squashed and we move forward. So these are boundaries that, again, needed to be said out loud and respected And for me, thankfully, it started with the person who I love the most. Now, if I was able to set a boundary with someone who meant the absolute world to me, setting a boundary for those who aren't, not that they aren't as important, but it's like, okay, if you were to leave my life, I'd still be good. That is where it became a fucking piece of cake. And I was just dropping boundaries left and right. Getting into the most recent boundary that I had to set for myself in all honesty isn't easy for me to talk about but because of this podcast 
I have gotten to this point where I realize that it is okay and it is way long overdue, way, way, way long overdue. I had to set boundaries with someone who, fuck it, I'm just going to come out and say it because I wasn't going to say it, but I'm going to fucking say it. I had to set boundaries against my own father. And with doing this podcast and really talking about like seeking validation and having to prove myself to people, I now realize that it is because of this boundary that I have not set on this relationship that I continue to do it because this is exactly where it stems from. And I know a lot of you guys listening to this right now are like, girl, you talking about your parent? Like, this is something that's kind of problematic, probably personal. But what the fuck is the point of this podcast then? What is the point of me having a probably problematic podcast if I can't talk on situations that other people can relate to that is kind of problematic to be talking about? No one wants to come on to a podcast or no one wants to talk in a group of friends and be like, yo, my family ain't shit, you know, like no one wants to do that. But I'm pretty sure that right now, whether you're listening to this at the gym or you're listening to this while you're driving your car, or you're listening to this while you're cleaning your house, wherever the fuck you are listening to this right now, you are thanking me because you're like, yes, finally, someone else feels the way that I do because I'm no licensed therapist. I have 10 crazy people who live in my head and I speak to them. When we gather around, it's like a fucking staff meeting. So I'm just letting you know what all my inner Kates think. And if you can relate to us, welcome to the team. If you can't relate to us, then just fucking listen or don't, whichever one you want to do. It's totally fine with me. But yes, I finally this week set boundaries on my father-daughter relationship that has been mentally taking a toll on me for 15 years 16 years I don't fucking know but it's a long time it's a very 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 long time and I'm gonna give you a couple of experiences so it could kind of make sense and I'm gonna keep it cute short and simple but growing up my dad was someone who I looked up to I wanted to be exactly like my dad I thought he was the most funniest man I've ever seen in my fucking life. I thought he was the most hardworking, courageous, literally everything. And that was someone that I wanted around me 24-7. And I don't know if it's for the fact that he left when I was two, <laughs> that in reality, I was just too young to really understand the bigger picture and really see the type of role model he was showing me he was. Like shit gets tough, you piece the fuck out, you know, as opposed to my mom. And I'm not going to compare them because literally that's apples to a fucking cactus at this point. They ain't even oranges, bro. It's apples to a fucking cactus. And it's like my mom is like, if you have a dream, you go for that shit and you don't stop until you get there. As opposed to the other side where it's like, well, that's too hard. That's too much money. That's too much work. Okay, goodbye. You know, like, no. So as a kid growing up, I don't know what I know now. Well, I didn't know what I know now. So I just idolized the type of person 
that he was. And I was just like, I want to be just like my dad. I want to be funny. I want to be cool. I want to have all the jokes. I want to have swag, which in reality, I feel like I get a lot of my personality from him. And I get a lot of personality from my grandma. Like I have my grandma, who's my mom's mom. We'll get into the other one in a few. But I got that personality, like my mouth is my grandma's mouth. <laughs> like, wow. My personality is from my dad. Like, we both can memorize an entire movie. We both can say jokes or like the first thing that comes off the top of our head. And I promise you, it'll make you giggle. It'll make you laugh. When it comes to parties, we are the life of the party. Like, we will just be doing whatever comes to mind. Pop, lock, and drop. It doesn't matter. We that's the bond that we had. And for a long time, I let that overshadow the bigger picture. And the bigger picture was, I felt like I was always in competition for my dad's attention with all of my siblings, including my brother. Growing up, obviously, I grew up a dancer because I'm a professional dancer now. But growing up, he wasn't at every recital. He didn't come to a recital until my sisters started to dance at the same school. And then he was at every recital. Any competition. He wasn't at my competitions until my sisters were attending the competitions that I was at. But he attended my brother's karate, taekwondo, whatever he wants to call it. I don't know the damn difference. But he attended every fight. Why? Because that was something that interests my dad. So now I started like, oh, maybe I want to do Taekwondo. Why? Not because I want to fucking throw a punch. No, because I'm trying to get my dad's attention. It's like, okay, so you won't come to my recitals because my sisters aren't there. But then now my sisters are there. So now you're at every recital. Okay, cool. And then you won't miss any of my brother's fights because that's something that's up your alley. So maybe if I want you to want to spend more time with me, I should be more like you and do the things that you want to do. And this went on and on and on even until my adult years. Like recently, I decided that I wanted to get in kind of like better shape. So I asked him if he would like train me in like boxing and stuff because that again is his thing. When I tell you I've never seen my dad's eyes glow up the way they did, like in that moment, I gained his approval for the first time ever. And it fucking sucks. It really does fucking suck because it's like it took me to step out of my comfort zone and step into your world for you to finally notice me. For us to finally have that bonding experience in years. Because the last bonding experience I can say we had is when you took me to the park when I was probably like five or six. And that's the only memory you have because you tell me every time you see me. Like, oh, yeah, I remember the time when you had me at the park at three o'clock in the morning. Like, dude, how old am I? Do you know that? Do you know my birthday? Or do you call me the day before so that you can remember if it was today or the next day? You know, like it's shit like that that replays in my mind. So to make this long ass fucking story even short, I decided that it was time to set that boundary and let it be known that I am no longer seeking your validation and I am no longer seeking your approval in what you would think is a daughter and it took me to really film and listen to the podcast episode where I was talking about like my side of the story with my old partnership 
to realize that this is where the fuck it stems from. Because all of my life, I have been seeking this damn approval from this father figure. And that's how I felt about men in general. Like, oh, if I wanted a man to stay in my life, or I wanted men to see me as equal to them and worth their time, I need to seek their validation and I need to be approved by them. And in reality, why do men even men? Why the fuck do men exist? Like, really? It was never that serious. But again, it took me to have this platform to really understand myself and really speak on the things that bother me out loud. And it's time that we fucking normalize cutting people off, whether they are family or not. Because you damn sure know I already got the, oh, but that's your dad. He's going to, no, 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 no. Just because you are an adult and just because you are my parent does not give you the right to disrespect my boundaries. And I know a lot of us listening to this right now can understand and put yourself in this situation where it was someone you look to as a father figure or a mother figure or just your parents in general. You have had this moment where it was like, I am tired of trying to be approved by you. I am tired of going out of my way to exist to you. And it's like you always meeting me halfway. So I'm just going to step away. But then you've had your family like, oh, but they're your family. You can't just walk away from family. No, fuck that. Why is nobody telling them they can't walk away from family? Why is no one telling them that they need to fucking step up and serve that title? If you are a dad, then you step the fuck up and you earn that dad title. If you are a mom, you step the fuck up and you raise your damn children. If you are a cousin, a brother, it doesn't matter. Whatever title it is that you hold as family, you step the fuck up and you own that. So if you're not owning that, then I have every right as the receiver on the other end to be like, fuck this. I'm out. I'm not doing this anymore. And we shouldn't have bad blood. We should be understanding. And that's the whole point of this podcast is normalizing, setting boundaries with people And understanding that you are not wrong and you are not problematic. And who gives a fuck if it makes it seem like, oh, you don't like anybody. You just don't fit my vibe. It doesn't mean I hate you. It doesn't mean I disown you as a family member or I disown you as a friend. No, we could still be cool. We could still be cordial. But I know I'm not going to get too personal with you because you're just not my vibe. Does that make me a bad person? No, because I am meant to attract a certain group of people. And if you don't fit in that group of people, that's not your fault. And that's not my fault. We just don't blend. And it is not fucking problematic to not be liked by everybody. There's a lot of people who don't like me. And there's a lot of people who do like me. And I'm pretty sure the same goes for you. And that is okay. You weren't put on this earth to be liked by everybody. And it's also okay to not like everybody that was fucking created to be on this damn earth. So set your damn boundaries and do what the fuck you got to do moving forward. The amount of friends that I have lost because I decided moving forward, I wanted to start setting boundaries for myself. It's crazy. Like I legit can count on one hand. My friends, my boyfriend is literally my best friend. 
Like I tell him everything because I know that's one person that's going to keep it real with me and they're not going to run and go tell my business to everybody. But the fact that I finally realized and normalized to myself that it is okay to set boundaries. I lost so many fucking friends and even friends that I'm really close with. I still kind of keep an eye out for them. And in the beginning, it did take a toll on me. Like I was like, damn, I really can't make friends. I don't have weekend plans like I'm fucking sad. I live a sad life. But then I'm like, no, because look at the people that I'm cutting off and why I'm cutting them off. I had someone who dances in the scene that I was very, very, very close to him. And I I guess they always told me I served like a role model to them. However, I was very close to them and I looked out for them. 24-7, always telling them what they can do, what they can't do, what they should do, like career-wise. I was always trying to help them out. And after I told them the truth behind the whole my side thing, when I told them that before it was even a podcast episode, they still looked me in my face and continued to mingle and be cool with the other side. And I'm like, bro, where's your loyalty? What the fuck? So then I let them know about themselves. And it was like, oh, you're so problematic. You always got a problem with everybody and what they do. No, but I am problematic to my fucking self because I'm continuing to take this shit from other people. And if I'm being loyal to them and I'm respecting their boundaries when they're like, yo, don't talk to this person when I'm around. Like, I really don't want to deal with them. And I'm like, yo, you're right. We cool. I should respect that you don't want to deal with that person or I should respect that you don't want to hear about that person. So I'm not going to come to you with their drama, which is what they were doing to me. So I set my boundary and I'm like, yo, you and I can't be friends anymore. And that is okay. It sucked in the beginning because this is someone I used to FaceTime all the time. This is someone I used to hang out with all the time. When I went to events, this was like my go-to person. Like, hey, come hang out in my room. Like I had a close bond with them. But that boundary needed to be set because it was being disrespected. And that ain't cool because if I wouldn't do it to you, don't do it to me. So now here I am with literally probably three friends left in this friend group of mine. And I'm just like, you know what? It is meant to be this way. So if you're listening to this and you are one of those people who have 20,000 friends or you even have two friends, but you feel like I deal with this person because I just don't want to be lonely or I just don't want drama. And you know that being around them bothers you or being around them fucks with your peace like you're like yo every time I hang out with this person I'm just like you know on edge I don't want to deal with them I don't want to be around them set that fucking boundary and bounce boo bounce up out of there don't do it anymore it is okay to not well yeah fuck it it is okay to not have any friends it is okay to only have you at the end whatever makes you happy Whatever respects your boundaries and brings you peace, do it. I, for one, have a reputation in my workspace slash salsa scene, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I, for one, have a reputation of kind of being standoffish or cocky. And why? Because I don't go around mingling with everybody. I don't go around telling my business to everybody. You guys know about my past trauma because I chose to share it on a platform that I chose to create. Everything I do is by choice. And a lot of these people around you, 
they sometimes pretend to be good for you. And in reality, they just messy. And when they can't take from you anymore, they move on to the next person. And now you're no longer shit. So why am I going to continue to put up with that? Or why would I put myself in a situation like that to begin with? So what do I do? I stand clear. I watch. I pick up on vibes. If it's my vibe, I'm fucking with you. If it's not my vibe, then I'm out of here. Those are my boundaries. My boundaries are completely set. And if people fit in them, cool. We chilling. We vibing. We good. But if you don't fit in them, hey, hi, how are you? From a distance, you stay over there. I stay over here. And it's cool. And if people want to view me as problematic for just being very, very, very picky with the people that I surround myself with, then fuck it. It is what it is. This was probably problematic. I'm your host, Kate. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And I will see you guys in the next one. Don't forget, next week is my fucking birthday. So drop me a happy birthday. Love you guys. Peace.